This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Just be patient. And I know I stink. Everyone tells me I stink. Yeah, you're the worst. I am the worst. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at com. I tell you, I'm not a very good catcher. I'm much better at getting high than getting low. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Inside the 15, BU later! Two plays and a touchdown! Everything happening in the sports world. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch! Stretch! Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! And even some things not happening in the sports world. It's always you asking Steve if he's done things and he says no. It's always him saying, no, I don't know what that is. I don't do that. No, no, no. He said, why don't you ask him some things that he does know? Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. In our intro there, it says something about you always saying no, no, no. Yes. But the thing is, Steve, you said yes to something yesterday. You said yes to a new task. And for anybody that has ever come out and said, that old fogey Steve Sell, he's too stubborn, he's just like a mule, he won't do it, he's stuck in his ways, you can now tell them that they are wrong. You know why? Why? Because you have mastered a new computer. Well, I wouldn't say I've mastered it, but I'm well on my way. You're trying. I'm trying. You're giving it an effort. Not the old college try. You're working hard. I am working hard. Now for those my head you- is my head is about to explode, but other than that, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Steve's computer was about eight years old, and so anytime that he would go to several different websites they were just all scrambled. Yeah. It would be like you open up Facebook and you can't even click any buttons. It's just there and it's this mess. And so Steve would have to walk to the other computer in the room. And I can see it happening over and over again. About 50 times a day, he would get up, walk into the other room, look at one thing, go back to his computer, try and get me to copy and paste something, try and figure it out. And I said, Steve, it's time for you to make a change. And I think you wanted to push back. You didn't want to do it. But you did it. You well, can I, open up websites. I was wanting the same kind of computer. Well, that's I true. Had, so, but a big thanks to CS Computers yeah. for helping you out. Yeah, you're going to be typing so fast. You are going to be surfing the internet so fast. You've well, got all your favorites ready I, to go. I know. When I came in this morning, I mean, I think you struggled a little. This I had morning. like five. I'd had a five minute crash course on how to do it, and of course, overnight I forgot how to do everything. So. Now, I was going to show you last night how to do everything. We were going to watch some college football. It was a, going to be a great night. About 7 o'clock, Steve pops by and says, I'm going to go get something to eat. I didn't see Steve again for the rest of the night. Fell asleep. I was up there transferring all of his files from his old computer to his new computer. Did you get to watch much college football last night? Did no. you watch the Chiefs? I watched a little bit of the Chiefs, but I think I was asleep by 9 o'clock, 9.15 last night. Did you see my setup? My new college football set. I saw that. Three TVs, Steve. Oh, yeah. I had three games going all night last night. It was awesome. I'm sure Johnny G liked it. It was awesome, Steve. 
Isn't it great to have college football back? It really Real is. college football. Now, how did that? How did that uh, Clemson game end up? I, Clemson it, ended up winning by 38 ooh. when I had Georgia Tech to hold on for 36, and Clemson booted a 51-yard field goal, the longest field goal they've had in like 15 years, to push over the spread and make Clemson's Jim lose. Clemson's really good. They are really good. Why don't we just go ahead and for not even worry about the how the college season plays out. Let's just take Clemson and Alabama and have them play and call it good. Cincinnati and UCLA were going last night. Now, I watched a little bit of that. UCLA has an interesting offense, a lot of misdirection. Chip Kelly. Yeah, but you notice he doesn't play near as fast as he used to at Oregon. No. Well, and it's hard, too, since he's still relatively new there. Yeah. I still just can't figure out why UCLA cannot be good. Does that make any sense? Well, why can't KU be good? Well, let's put it this way. UCLA is in the biggest state in the country. Right. In the biggest city in the biggest state, in the biggest city in the country, right. Los Angeles, yeah. it is the state school. You are in Hollywood, California. Great weather. It is great weather. There are a lot of people. There are a lot of beautiful people right. that go to school at UCLA. Right. You have great alumni like Bill Walton. He gets to be your friend. Oh, yeah. California is a great high school football state. How can they not get the best players just in Southern California alone and be a national contender? UCLA was 3-9 and nine last year. 3-9. and nine. You know who else was 3-9? and nine? KU. KU. Yeah. They're in the middle of the country. Yeah. At a program that has been bad for the last decade. Well, How can they not be good? Now, when Jim Mora Jr. was there, didn't they have some good teams? Well, they had a few okay teams. Yeah. But they still haven't been that good, and part well, of that's because of the school across town. What about USC? They're not very They're good. down. They're not Does very that good. make any sense at all? It doesn't. That those two programs when, won like a total of eight games when, last when year? When Pete Carroll was at USC, I mean, they were the Alabama of their era. But Pete Carroll left for Seattle, and since then, man, has USC been bad. And, you know, they got those great uniforms. UCLA and USC have two of the best-looking college uniforms, I think, in the country. Great fight song for USC. Yeah. You can just hear the the Trojan the band. Tro- oh, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've got Matt Leinart up there with the sword in hand directing the band after a win. You've oh, got yeah. Reggie Bush. Yeah. You've got all of it. And for some reason, nobody can play college football in Southern California. I don't understand. It blows my mind. And Chip Kelly, you know, he had those great years at Oregon. Then he went to the NFL. He was okay, but his players hated him, so he didn't last (laughs) long. And let's see, where did he go? Didn't he go someplace else before UCLA or not? I don't remember. I thought he went to Bristol, Connecticut to work for ESPN. anyway, what worked for him at Oregon is not working now. And the thing is... I th- I'll tell you why I think he was so good at Oregon. Because Phil Knight spent billions or millions on those jerseys. They'd have a different jersey every game. That's right. They were catchy. It's hard to believe that players would go to a school because of their uniform. You to get me, the good gear. It's not necessarily just the uniforms. You yeah, get gear. Yeah, but... You look good. Good gear is the what reason you're going to school. That's why we like McPherson High. They've got great gear. Well, they do have the great gear. They have great gear. Yeah, we've You got know who great. I'm excited about in the Pac-12? I don't get very excited about Pac-12 football, but Utah's good. Did really? you get to watch any of them, the Holy War last night? No. Utah and BYU. Well, in the middle of our monster rainstorm here, they had a storm out in Salt Lake City or Provo, wherever they were playing Provo, and their game was delayed, so then it picked back up at about 1.30. I stayed up to watch that. Wow, I didn't even hear the rain last night. The Utes were really good. 
That team they might are be good. very good. Yeah, they're good. But, Steve, it's a college football weekend. Yeah. I want to do our fearless forecaster picks. Did he send you anything for the Big 12 no, games? No, he's, he's waiting until the high school season Well, starts. you could probably guess what he would oh, yeah. pick. I can get inside his head. We'll have to do that at the end of the show today. Okay. But the two local teams, they've got games right. coming up tomorrow. Yeah. And I think there is a lot of excitement with both programs, even though I'm not sure either of them will have years that fans will be that excited about by the end. I don't know if the wins are going to stack up for either KU or K-State, but there is an optimism with both of these programs. Number one, with K-State, I think that Coach Kleiman has really changed people's attitudes toward the program. They are excited. It is different. And I think that six months ago we were thinking, or eight months ago, nine months ago, thinking, okay, if they're going to replace Bill Snyder, do you go with somebody that is just very similar to Coach Bill Snyder, or do you go the opposite extreme? Do you go somebody like Chip Kelly? What do you do? And I think Chris Kleiman is a great blend of somewhere in the middle. A lot of things that would be similar to Bill Snyder, K-State football, hardworking, gritty, blue-collar. But I think he's opened it up to maybe a more 21st century version of that, where a lot of K-State football for the last 15, 20 years has been very similar to what it was in the 90s and the late 80s whenever Snyder took over. I think he's evolved it, and you see players being able to meet with the media and the inside access that is given to the program. I think it's got K-State fans fired up. Well, Bill Snyder... You get to see inside the locker room. Bill Snyder just controlled everything. Right. He was, you know, he was kind of a... It was very 20th century college football. Yeah, and, uh, you know, his offense reflected that. You saw a lot of quarterback running. He put his quarterbacks injury risk I thought players weren't really available to talk to media he never really disclosed too much but he had great success but but it worked yeah you can't argue with his success and you could see at the end of it that so many different college football teams are different than what that was and I'm excited to see what happens in Manhattan this year then when you go down the road to Lawrence there's just the optimism that, okay, maybe they can be a relevant program again. There are KU fans that are saying, okay, I'm going to go to a game now just to see Les Miles and see what this program can become. Because David Beatty was just flat out a terrible football coach, a terrible promoter for the football program. There was nothing attractive. There was nothing sexy about KU football with David Beatty. Not one thing. They didn't run the games well. Their clock management is terrible. Their defense was awful. Offense wasn't well, very good. I think the defense will still be awful. But I think the offense, after this week, when they get Puka back, Puka Puka can run. But I just think this week, without Puka, I'm sure it's going to be uh, it's gonna be a little more of a struggle of offense because Puka can make a lot of things happen on the offensive end. And, and now he's got kind of his legal problems behind him. Uh, you know, he's going to be able to have 100% concentration on the task at hand. And uh, offensively, I think, K, you can stack up. But, gosh, there's going to be some games this year where they give up, I mean, 50, 60, 70 points. Their their defensive line is not good. Their linebackers are really really not good. Their secondary is, is not bad. They've got some good guys in the secondary, and they're going to make a lot of tackles. I believe I saw a line earlier this week. They don't post a lot of the lines for – FBS versus FCS teams. Right. They don't post a lot of those on ESPN, but I believe that I saw that they were a three or four point favorite 
over the Sycamores, the mighty, mighty Sycamores. Well, I think if Puka was playing, it would be about 10. I think I saw that K-State was somewhere between 14 and 21 and I think over be, Nichols State. It'll be more than that. So let me draw out two scenarios for you, Steve. Both teams win big. FCS opponent coming into town. Both teams win, win big. What do you want to see in a big win? Do you want to see from K-State them being able to have a productive offense? Do you need to see something out of Skylar Thompson? And what do you need to see from KU? Well, first from KU, I just want to see organization. I just don't want to see the Mickey Mouse clown show that's been trying. They've been trying to pass for football, and I want to see whoever the quarterback is. Uh, I keep thinking it's going to be Thomas McVitie, the transfer from Pitt. But to me, if he's struggling to beat out Carter Stanley, that tells me that uh, there's not a lot of optimism with Carter Stanley. Yeah. So if he's if Thomas McVitie is having trouble beating out Carter Stanley, that makes me think. Ugh, the offense may not be very good, but they've been really raving about the offensive line. They got about eight guys that have been there three years, and they got a new line coach, and they feel like, you know, maybe they're getting coached up a little bit. But, uh, you know, receiver wise, they got some kind of pedestrian guys. No Steven Simses anymore. Uh, they still got uh, Stefan Robinson. I think he's okay. Evan Fares has come back. I thought two years ago he was a pretty good receiver, but, uh, out of KU, I just want to see a win. I don't care if it's one or a hundred. I just want to see a win because if they lose to Indiana State, it's going to be zero and twelve. That is the next scenario I was going to throw out. I really don't think a loss is in the equation for K State. I think that they are well enough put together that Nickel State is not going to right. put too much fear in them. Yeah, they might give them a tough and let's game. Let's say K State is far ahead of KU. Oh at yeah, this point. but I think a loss is certainly in the question for KU oh, this yeah. weekend. Yeah, so. Let's say they lose, and let's say it is pretty close, but they just they don't have the weapons defensively. They're not good enough, and they just lose. Where do you begin to go in your mind about less miles? Oh, I don't go anywhere because it doesn't phase you. It doesn't. You've already seen these losses to FCS teams. Okay, let's look at it this way. He's basically working with David Beatty's players, and we saw how that worked. They weren't great. (laughs) Now, what gives me optimism is I've been following his. The recruiting, you know, the recruiting sites, KU's already signed like 25 kids for next year, and their recruiting class is like in the top three of the Big 12. So uh, I think this way's a throwaway year. I've said it all along. I'm, I'm not sure he'll win three this year. I mean, which, of course, that'd be a step back. If they win two or one or zero, that's a step back. But I think you're just going to see a lot more organization. He's got better assistance. And, you know, Les Miles won at Oklahoma State. Is Stillwater that much different than Lawrence, Kansas? You have better athletes in your state. Well, yeah, but he doesn't. He recruits Louisiana. You're closer to Texas. He recruits Louisiana. You're closer to, to Louisiana, right? He recruits Louisiana and Texas. That's where he's getting his players from. So, I, I just look at this as a throwaway year. I, I I just hope the KU fans, if say say thirty thousand show up, I think that's a pretty positive number. Because well, they averaged about eighteen. Last ridiculously, year. they scheduled a game for eleven o'clock in the morning on a holiday weekend, which to me is just absolutely stupefying. Why didn't they have it as a night game? I mean, I know it's all the TV sets the schedule pretty much. Yeah, but I'm sorry, that needed to be a six o'clock game. You know, people could have gone to like the Hawk or the Wheel at about three. Got you would have been there. Got all oiled up. Yeah, you know, getting ready to go. <laughs> and and anyway. I think 11 o'clock, I think you lo- you've lost 15,000 people just because of the 11 o'clock starting time. All I'm saying, Steve, I watched 
FCS, South Dakota State, last night pushed Minnesota to the limits. Yeah. FCS, KU has struggled oh, yeah. against teams. Oh, they've lost. A, whether it's Nickel State or South Dakota State or North Dakota State. Any directional school they've struggled with. We'll see what they do this weekend. But yeah. you're excited yeah. to see them now, now get K- football back. K-State has had some trouble. Even when Snyder was there, they it, had some it, troubles. They didn't lose often, but they would struggle. Yeah, there were some, there were some games they pulled out at the end against... I think a South Dakota State or somebody like that. They did lose to North Dakota State, didn't they? I don't know. I, don't I think remember. they lost to North Dakota State a few remember. years ago. But Bill would never schedule anybody he can't absolutely beat in the first game. There you go. All right, Steve. Let's take our first break. When we come back, let's talk about the fall sports preview that's coming up tonight, the Jamboree tomorrow morning, and then we've got some predictions on what is coming up this weekend in college football. I was three for four. Last night I might pick them, so I'm feeling good. I might have to throw out a few suggestions and then put my reputation on the line. We'll do all that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, a Friday edition of According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, a football Friday. We have college football tonight. We have college football on Saturday. We have college football on Sunday and even on Monday, a Labor Day weekend, Steve. What we're excited. Is, what night is OU on? OU is on Sunday. That's kind of the big game of the weekend. OU, Houston. Yeah, that's a big game of the weekend. Remember, it was three or four years ago that, that OU went down to Houston and they played at Reliance Stadium or whatever it's called now in Houston where the Texans play, and they put the hurting on OU. Oh, yeah. You think Grandpa Danny will be pumped? Grandpa Danny will be jacked. He'll be feeling good about the Jalen Hurts era. Yeah. Well, Steve, tonight we have the Bullpup Fall Sports Preview, which you keep mentioning the R-word. Yeah, Rain. Shane Bakus told me not to he say that. He said, don't word. say that. Yeah, and it looks like if the forecast I saw, Ooh. it looks like the rain isn't supposed to hit till like later, to like 10 o'clock maybe. Okay, maybe that sounds good 10. to me. Yeah. They will be having the Ford Drive for Your School test drive event where you get in one of their big trucks, drive it around the lot, $20 right to the school. There you go. What kind of vehicle would you like to drive from Ford and Midway Motors? Uh, Jeep Liberty. Isn't that a Ford? Ford Jeep? I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. I have no idea. <laughs> How about a Something Ford? Small. How about just a Ford F-150? Something small. You know. I, I want you to drive the biggest truck that they have. I don't want to drive a big truck. No. Big truck. We're on the lot. That's all right. You got to learn, Steve. Yeah. You got the computer back there figured out. Well, I, I bet you can figure out a heavy. I haven't got it totally figured out yet. So that will be from three to nine. So if you're going out there, make sure that you go drive one of their cars and vehicles and be able to donate back to the school. You get to choose where your test drive goes to. Let's say you're a big bullpup basketball fan, and you say, I need to help out Coach Kinnaman. Here's $20. Well, I think Coach Kinnaman was going to hit Coach Eskelson up and say, hey, your Ooh. basketball guys need to go out. And they do need to get yeah, out there. Yeah, he's got about 30 guys. I'd be 30 uh, donations of the boys' basketball program. Then they will have the preview itself with the sports teams beginning at 5 o'clock with the middle school football and volleyball teams. 
the high school football team will then practice at 6. Yeah, and see, normally they're always the last one. This is different this year. But because, because they have their jamboree, jamboree tomorrow, they right. wanted to get it in as early as possible. The freshmen are going to scrimmage on one end of the field, while the varsity and JV guys will have an actual practice. They will have a normal practice like they would if they were going this afternoon. That will be happening at 6. Then they will have some introductions and performances by the band as well as the color guard. I believe one of the elementary school classes will be singing the national anthem. Everybody will be fired up. Cheerleaders, high steppers, they'll be performing. And then bullpup soccer will cap off the night at 7.40. And they open the season tomorrow. That's right, tomorrow at morning 11 at 11 a.m. What a weird, weird starting time for the high school's soccer season. I don't think they did that for the same reasons that they do the KU football games. It's not because they're trying to get the worst product out of the way early and say, all right, KU, you just play at 11. Nobody will be there in the yeah. sunshine game. This is a very strange start time, and the JVs play second. Right. It's a weird day, but we're going to swing by in Newton on the way back, and oh, yeah. we're excited to see them get their season underway. I mentioned that we're going to swing by on the way back from the Jamboree, right. football Jamboree that will be down at Valley Center. I'll be interested to see how this goes because this is still the, what's called the, the prototype for the Jamboree. Yeah. They didn't get everything done that they wanted to with this in terms of the amount of teams it could be or the amount of times. Coach Pav said that they still have some work to do with it and tailor it the way that the coaches want it. Yeah. But it's a great first step, and it'll be fun to see these guys get in pads and go hit somebody yeah, else. Yeah, and, and for the Bullpups, it's a chance to play somebody one step higher than them in class. Uh, Bullpups are a 4A school in football, Newton and Valley Center, which – we're both three and six last year. Um, they're five A schools, and Newton McPherson Newton games used to be as good as they got. A I big mean, deal. They were they were a big deal. More often than not, though, Newton won back in those days. Right. Because that's when, when when McPherson and, and Newton were playing. That's when the Bullpups were going through their down years, and uh, Newton really kind of took it to them a few times. Steve, we had a lunch a lunch recommendation for yeah. tomorrow. Okay. From Pistol. Pistol. Have you seen all the news about the Popeye's chicken sandwich? Oh, gosh. Have you seen the stuff I, about it? I don't know anything. I've just heard You haven't something. seen anything it's about like this? It's like an uproar. Yeah, people are pumped. What is Popeye's? I don't even know what it is. It's a restaurant. It's a chicken place. Yeah, man. a lot of chicken. Uh, okay. Kind of like KFC. Yeah. So you have no interest in trying out the chicken sandwich that everybody says is to die for? No. Why not? Are you not a chicken fan? I'm not a big chicken fan. Do you eat any chicken? I, I you know, it goes from I am I'm just not a fan to no I do not I do not eat chicken so we cannot go get a Popeyes chicken sandwich. Oh, I don't care. I mean, surely they got something. Maybe they got lasagna. <laughs> I, I don't think it is it is that type of a Popeyes. Okay. But but who knows? All right, Steve. Fun weekend coming up. Labor Day weekend. Even though we will be laboring probably on Monday. We will be laboring. We'll be laboring. We'll be here. We don't, there's no days off for us. You want to do a show on Monday? That I don't know. I'll have to contemplate. Well, we'll have to see. We'll 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 put some on the website if we're going to. That's show. true. All right, Steve. We're taking our final break. This is the first fearless forecaster prediction of the year. Did you say that he sent you something in the last break? Was no. fearless listening and then sent you something? Well, no, he didn't. But oh, so you're just going to guess for him? I'm going to guess for him. Okay. Well, he'll drop off his picks next week with That's all right. the KCAC as well as the high school games. And there are some KCAC. There games. are a couple yeah, of those. Yeah, there's like four, I think. All right, Steve. Our final break. You're listening to According to Jim, ninety-six point seven FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. 
the Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up a football Friday here on According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, do you want to make some predictions for some Big 12 games? Sure, why not? Would you like these bets to be against the spread, or would you like to just go on the money line money for who's line. going to win? Money line. You don't care about all that spread nonsense. I, I, I avoid this. You don't like to make it fair and even. You just no. want to take who's going to win. Right. Okay. Let's start off with the first game for the Big 12 tonight. Did you know there was a Big 12 game tonight? I did tonight? not know that. You have the Oklahoma State Cowboys going all the way to Corvallis, Oregon, to take on the Beavers of Oregon State, 9.30 on FS1. Who are you taking in the battle of Orange OSU teams? I'd probably take Oklahoma State. I don't think Oregon State was very good last year, if I recall. They were not. Oklahoma yeah. State's a 13.5-point favorite. Okay. But remember, they're going to the Pacific time zone. Right. We'll right. see what happens. Long yeah. trip, probably raining. Yeah. Saturday, I'll get back to KU and K-State. Those will be your last two. Okay. Northern Iowa taking on Iowa State. I love Iowa State. I really do. Number I like, 21 in the country coming I like in. What, I like what Matt Campbell's doing up there. Another FCS program, James Madison taking on West Virginia. Are you taking the James Madison, I believe, Bulldogs, who have been a very good FCS program, or the Mountaineers? I'll take Post Will Greer. I'll take West Virginia. Even though they got a new coaching staff, new quarterback, but uh, I'll take West Virginia. Yeah, Holgerson down in Houston. That's going to yeah. make that Oklahoma game interesting. Texas Tech hosting Montana State. Well. Got to go Texas Tech. Another, okay, we'll another, see. Another new coach. That's right. Cliff Kingsbury. See you later. Yep. Baylor, who is a team that a lot of people are high on, hosting Stephen F. Austin. The you taking the Bears? I'm taking the Bears over the Lumberjacks. Texas is one of the few schools that is not playing an FCS opponent. They are taking on Louisiana Tech. Are you taking the Longhorns? They are 20-point favorites. Longhorns, I think, are a top Sam Ellinger, you're in? I think they're a top-10 team this year. How about... Texas Christian hosting Arkansas Pine Bluff. I believe they are the Golden Lions. <laughs> Gotta like t- uh, TCU. Maybe the game of the weekend. Houston against Oklahoma in Norman. The Sooners are 23-point favorites, but I think Houston might give them a game. Are you taking I, the Sooners? I'm taking the Sooners, but I don't think it'll be quite that much. Jalen Hurts isn't the dynamic quarterback that Kyler Murray was. He's we'll just, see. Jalen Hurts, I'm in on Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is just very solid. I'm sure Grandpa Danny will say they'll win by 35. Could it be a third straight Oklahoma Heisman winning quarterback? No, I don't think so. No way? No way. All right, Steve. The two big games in state. Kansas State hosting Nichols State, 6 o'clock on ESPN+. I'd say K-State's going to win that probably by 15 to 20. Okay. KU hosting the Indiana State Sycamores. No Larry Bird. No Puka. No Puka. Yeah. <laughs> Are you taking the Jayhawks? Jayhawks. First by, game of the Les Miles Jayhawks era. Jayhawks by a field goal late. Ooh, that's a big time prediction. That is bold. What if they win by 40? Then do you get on the Les Miles bandwagon and no. say, here we go. No. 12 and 0. They won't win. Orange by, Bowl. They couldn't beat McPherson College by 40. The Magic Man would keep him in the game. I'm, I'm, I'm giving my credit to the Bulldogs. My, my man Ed would keep him in the game. All right, Steve. Feel excited. Oh, I'm Football's fun. back. Sure. We have high school football tomorrow morning. I'm We've got high school soccer tomorrow. No NFL 
on Sunday, but college, feel good. Oh, I feel good. I hope you enjoy your Labor Day weekend. I'm going to be working. I'm got to feel. Don't like labor too much. I, I think I'm going to be working quite a bit of the week. You're not going to go to the lake. I don't do the lake. I don't even know where the lake is. <laughs> I don't do the lake. No boats. No boats. I think we should go to Popeyes. Get yourself we don't, a chicken we don't sandwich. Need to stop for lunch. We need to get back and put our nose to the grindstone. That's true. Work. We got to work hard. Labor Day weekend. I know Pistol's looking for a big meal, but uh, that's what he said. He said we need to try it out. Eh. He's itching for it. Oh, I'm sure. Enjoy your weekend. Steve. All right. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell. I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. Have a happy Labor Day weekend. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.